You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey, what's up? This is the movie show. On your favorite Radio station slash podcasting service. Online radio station slash podcasting service. T's and C's apply. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm Sesh. My name's Ryan. And we are going to be doing a glass onion mm. review. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, we are not. We are not taking onions that are made of glass and, you know, like reviewing them mm. and deciding whether they are better than the real ones. Think about it. It's got layers, you know. So it's like How a mystery. That a mystery. would be so cool though. How would you layer glass? Mm. And It'd be a painful process to not because re- you do know that bulletproof glass is layered. Really done. Makes sense. Yeah, my father then was a glass expert. We like go to the zoo and he's got his little thing. Then he can <laughs> tell exactly how. Th- oh, oh, this is a nine millimeter glass. <laughs> Wait, you go to the this zoo to look the at the right glass. Gla- Wait. No, 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 we're there to look at the animals. <laughs> and he's there to look at the glass. <laughs> he's just like, wada, wada, wada. So wow, amazing. Look at this glass. I've heard about this. He does. That's really cool. He tells cool. exactly what glass and he's like. Guys, be that person. This is not the best Don't glass. Don't be like everyone else. Go to the <laughs> zoo and look at the glass, not the animals. <laughs> there we go. You'll be amazed. Okay, anyway, back to... We're not Glass Onion. <laughs> glass right. Onion is the second film in the Knives Out mm. film franchise mm-hmm. which if you don't know what that is where have you beaten i'm joking yeah. it's a crime it's basically a it. it's a yes it's a whodunit film mm. but what i like about the knives out series is they bring comedy into it yeah. like no other mm. whodunits mm. so like we obviously did last year um what's that movie see that, how they run yeah, yeah and that also had comedy but it mm. wasn't it was more of like a wes anderson comedy whereas this is it's a different type of... It's mm. like it's it's in a league of its own. And then you have like the more Agatha Christie uh, whodunits where it's not comedy. So that would be example Murder on the Orient Express or like Death on the Nile or films like that where it really isn't comedy. It's just a but whodunit. But it's, very, it's very, inter- very cinematic and yes. very entertaining. Yeah. However, what Ryan Johnson has done is mm. he's creating like his own whodunit genre so he's almost like creating the he's do you understand what i'm saying yeah. like it's very it's got all of the classic moments you know all of them around a dinner table uh introducing the different suspects you know mm. trying to figure out who who did it the whole time but then it, he brings in comedy yeah and the other thing i thought was very cool some people didn't like this about this film i thought it was cool just because it's also different is no one except for Daniel Craig reprised their role from the first film. No one. There was not one actor uh, from the first film that in this in one. Yeah. Some mm. people didn't like that, but I thought it was cool because it's it helps you do something different with the sequel. Mm. So it helps you make sure that you're not just like redoing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously they change locations and and we, g- and we get to see what was what was the detective's name again? Blanc. 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 That's the one. We get yes. to see his apartment and him in a bathtub. Playing imposter. With his hat on and all Lockdown. of that. Lockdown. Yeah. COVID wasn't good on him. Yeah, which we didn't see. <laughs> was quite I also loved how it was one of the first films that like addressed lockdown for what it was. Like it really... We had the, the ma- Everything. Mm. Like it, it was like 
the first time and yeah. they mocked it they even mocked like i loved mm. kate hudson with her her, her what that, is it like knitting the mask, net mask. and yeah. then she was the first one to say i can't breathe in the mask <laughs> <laughs> like i love that yeah. that was so funny yeah so yes knives out or glass onion is a 2022 mystery crime it's two hours and 19 minutes it is actually shorter than the first film the first film was two hours and 31 minutes i think mm. director is ryan johnson yes thanks thanks ryan R R-I-A-N, yes. Mm -hmm. So other films that you might know him from, uh, Knives Out, the, the first one. There he directed go. the first one. It is he, This whole thing is like his idea. Mm. He, he actually wanted to create almost like what Agatha Christie did within the crime whodunit field. Yeah. He kind of wanted to do that. He also directed Star Wars The Last Jedi in 2017. Yep. He directed Looper in 2012. He directed Rogue One, a Star, a Star Wars story in 2016. So he's, he's quite known in the uh, Star Wars franchise yes. he directed scream in 2022 no way mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. this guy's got quite a he's got a very broad sure yeah and then wow. he will be directing knives out three in 2020 well he won't be directing it in 2024 yeah. but he'll be directing knives out three that will be released in 2024 i'm looking forward to that I one, am to looking be honest forward. with you yeah yeah what i loved about this film was a lot of detail that yeah. was actually put into it it's insane like like when you get to the end and then, you know, the mystery's solved. solved. If you actually go through the film, you can actually see whatever they said happened. happened yeah. They literally, I saw an, in, I think it was an interview with Daniel Craig where the person said, if you watch it every single time something, you know how in films yeah. they set something up and mm. then there's a payoff. But it's some films, somewhere else yes, that like later happened. On, but yeah, but some films same. don't even have payoffs. Yeah. Like some films set things up and mm. then you're like, wait, what was the point? Mm. Of? But literally every single time they set something up, there was a payoff like on everything. And mm. the crazy part is they even, if you watch the, the full movie, you'll see that there was twice. That means you can actually, you know, if you haven't watched the film yet, if you actually watch the film carefully, you can actually solve it yeah. before it gets to the no, end. No, you can. There's a there's a conversation wow. that takes place where a character, I'm not going to tell you which character, yeah, we but a character literally explains the end of the movie. He, ex the, he so now you know it's a he, mm. he explains exactly how to, I'll, I'll give you one clue, how to disrupt. He gives a, 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 an explanation. And if you watch the end of the film, it's exactly his explanation. So another character listened to his explanation and basically did it to perfect. It's very smart. Mm. Like everything is is very smart. It's great. Smartly done. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure you enjoyed uh, writing. Yes. Writing the film. Yeah. No, definitely. Like a lot of those like, ha ha, get up mm. and yes, this is going to be so is, good. This is the type of film you actually want to watch twice because you yes. will miss stuff the first time. Whereas the second time mm. you watch it, you'll know that's coming. And then you'll be like, oh mm. my goodness, I, I missed that. And then while I was researching for mm. this film, I was actually like, what? Ah. I have to watch this film because yeah. I only watched it once, but I, mm. I was just like, I have to. I actually also want to watch it. Yeah, I've only watched yeah. it once as well, but mm. I, I definitely would like to yeah. watch it again. So the cast also, a very good cast. Obviously, mm. Daniel Craig reprised his role as Detective Blanc. Mm. Then Kate Hudson. I enjoyed Kate Hudson. <laughs> she, I enjoyed her. Mm. Her character was... She was needed. She was a needed character in the film. Then it was nice to see Edward Norton again. I like him. Yes. If I you don't him. know who that is, he was in um, Fight Club. 
I was just about to say Fight Club with uh, Brad Pitt. He was in Fight Club, yeah. Brad Pitt. Um, he was the Hulk at one stage. He was the Hulk at one mm-hmm. stage, right. And he acted in that movie where he had that disease where yep. he, he would like glitch. I don't know what that disease is called. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. We did that film. We did. We, we reviewed it. Motherless Brooklyn. I think it was Motherless Brooklyn was the film. Possibly, yes. Then Catherine Hahn. She, I thoroughly enjoyed mm. her. I really did. And I actually mm. really like her as an actress because she's so broad. She's such a broad actor. Like, she, she's really good. Mm. Then um, Leslie Odom Jr., he was in Hamilton. Mm. And he was in Murder on the Orient Express. No, Murder on the... No, yes, Murder on the Orient Express. He was in Murder on the Orient Express. He didn't have a very. He was he was a, a main a main character, but he wasn't like super 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 main. Clearly. Yeah. Then we have uh, Batista uh, came, and then I enjoyed Janelle Monet. I thought she was very good, and with her, I don't want to give too much away, but she had to play more than one character, and she did a brilliant job. She really, really, really did do a brilliant job. And then also, I don't know if you know this, but um, when Blanc is on his zoo, that well, they're actually playing in poster. In poster, yeah. you had um, Stephen Sond Sondheim. I think that's how you pronounce his surname. He um. He was the remember we did Tick Tick Boom and there was that guy that gave him the very he remember that I know who you're that's about. that's him oh, yes. and then also you have Angela Lansbury who she's the voice of the teacup in Beauty and the Beast. Both of them have actually passed away now. So this was the last film that they were in and um yeah, it's it's literally the last time they were in a film. So I thought that was also mm. pretty cool that he even even the Zoom call. Well, it was a Zoom call, but even that yeah. Zoom call was so. And Angela, through. Angela was in the murder she wrote. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like. I did not know this, and this is very interesting, and I almost, in a way, wish that it was done. I almost wish we could have like two. T- have you ever wanted like the film that you got, but at the same time, like a, a second version, like to have both available? I don't know if you've ever felt like that. Yeah. This, this, I, I wish this happened, but I also like the version we got. So apparently Ryan Johnson has stated that he briefly considered a running joke of having Daniel Craig. So Daniel Craig plays Blanc, the detective, have him with a different accent in each film without any explanation at all. So in other words, every Knives Out film, he would have a different accent. But there wouldn't be any explanation to it. Oh, no reason to. Yeah, like no, like just... Yeah, what... Yeah, like, so he was, he had the southern accent in the first one. That means in this one, he would have gone for a completely different accent. And uh, that's very interesting. Like, mm. it's a very interesting concept. He obviously um, thought against it and, and opted to just keep the southern accent, mm. which is a very good choice. Like, it's such a, especially when he's explaining, like, who did it, how he did it. Like, that accent yeah. just, just takes the explanation to, like, a whole nother level. But I... <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? That's yeah. why I would have loved to have seen that, mm. but I also love what what Daniel Craig and that Southern accent does for the film. Mm. So it's one of those where you're like, I wish there was two different versions, man. I, I would actually love to know who he watched 
uh, to mm. get that southern so accent. That southern accent, Joe. Because that's like, I mean... Because he's British. If you don't yeah. know this, Daniel Craig was previous mm. the, the previous James Bond. He I, is the I'm latest sure, James Bond. I'm pretty sure in James Bond, that is probably his... No, yeah, definitely. That's he's it. British. Mm. 100%. Mm. So when you hear him in Knives Out, it's it's he, and he does a brilliant job yeah. at it. But also, he actually had to... For the second film, he had to work again with a dialect coach to regain familiarity with the southern accent, which is, which actually shows how difficult that and and how much he perfected it. Yeah, because it's a lot rougher. Yeah, lot rougher than the English accent. And I mean, he successfully mm. did it in *Knives Out*, and yet he still got a dialect coach for *Glass Onion*, which yeah, is insane. Well, well, that's proper. Yeah, sure. Another thing that's also crazy, though, if you look. I respect Daniel Craig as an actor because, um, first of all, he's very broad. I mean, he was James Bond. Blanc is nowhere close to James Bond. Mm. Like, nowhere close. It's like on the opposite side of the spectrum. But yet, what Daniel Craig has successfully done is he's gone from one successful franchise, being James Bond, to another successful franchise. Not a lot of actors do that. Harrison Ford's done it. Obviously, Indiana Jones and Star Wars. So, But not most actors can't... They, a, an actor is very lucky if they if they have one good franchise, you know, like they're actually in a very good franchise, but they often don't get it with two. Daniel mm. Craig is one of those actors that has successfully now um, been in two successful franchises, mm. being James Bond and now the Knives Out franchise. Yeah, he comes across uh, to me as, as a character who, it's almost like a hidden gem. Yes, so you see him on screen, you're like, oh yeah, I'm no, that. And then you see him again, something you're like, wait a second. That's that guy yeah. from, what? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like um, we spoke about like Steven Spielberg, mm. where it, there's, there's not a specific theme about the character that makes him, like, like uh, Jack Sparrow played mm. by Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, you know, he's a good actor, has, has been a very weird. He can mm. play very weird. So it like, makes him really good. But then you get like those hidden gem characters where they like Kenneth Branagh, like they just play their roles. And you watch the film, mm. and the focus isn't on the fact that uh, you know Craig is playing this, yeah. this character. But then if you really take, if you watch his different films, then you sit there and you're like, you're like what? Out of all, you know, the yeah. different characters and the different sort of uh, characters that he's had to play. He's actually a damn good character, mm. you know. I know. Um, apparently, I haven't watched the film. I must actually find it. But there's a film with Tom Cruise in it. And I was, so I was over the holidays um, in a discussion with my dad and a friend of his. And they were saying how in this film, they went to cinema, watched the whole film. And only at the end, when Tom Cruise's name came up, did they click oh, yes. that Tom Cruise was in the movie? I know what film you're talking about. I, I, that For me as an actor, yeah. if you can do that, yeah. that's when you've like, that is because you, mm. people didn't recognize you. You played a role so well that no one picked up it was you until the end of the movie. That's, what was that again? I, I haven't watched the film, but I'd be very interested to watch the film. Maybe we should make American that out. American something. I know exactly what the... Oh, is it American? No, no. We watched it before. It had Johnny... Uh, uh, We've watched Junior, it. Junior. Um, Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, he's in it. Really? Yes. We've watched it on the movie show. And he was... American Sniper. He was black and he was this army guy. I haven't... Well, no, we didn't do that for the movie show. I know about that movie, but I haven't, haven't watched that movie. Haven't we done that? 
And then uh, Tom Cruise was this. Was it that same movie? Yes. Oh my goodness. And Tom Cruise was this like general guy in, and he was like bald, <laughs> like half bald. Yeah. He was just this, this guy with a cigar, and he was yeah. Was that okay? It's is that it one. that movie? Yes. Wow. I'm gonna confirm it now. I'm gonna just Google Tom Cruise. It's not American made, right? No, Tom Cruise looks I'm like sure himself. I'm sure we've done this one. No, like we haven't done it on the movie show. <laughs> I feel like we have not done But Tom Cruise is also a very good actor. He does have his like, his Tom Cruise-ness mm. to him, if you understand what I'm saying. But like, uh, he, he, I think he, he is also very broad. While yeah. Ryan's looking for that movie, we are going to get back to Knives Out because we, are, we have now yes. sidetracked. But so Ryan Johnson... I didn't know this actually until I was doing research, but this film is called Glass Onion, and then at the end it's got a Knives Out mystery. Tropical Thunder. Jo I haven't no, I, we haven't done it. Is that the, is Tom Cruise also in that one? Yes. That's insane. Yes, he is. Because I'd heard about Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> That's oh what he looks goodness. like. I'm putting I'm putting a picture. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, that that, yeah. You, okay, I know it's him now. Yeah. I almost wish I didn't know it was him because then I would have had but, that same like... But <gasps> even the way that he acts. He doesn't I mean, act like himself. There's like dancing. Yeah, no, and he's not... So so if you guys go into YouTube and you're watching the movie show mm -hmm. of um, Active TV, I've brought up all the screens, but yes. I do think though in this case, the actor does need and he does have a little bit of uh, prosthetics to help them. Yeah. I do think just so that they, because then you don't look at their face and go, oh, Tom Cruise, you, you, yeah. And then if they, they, they different to how they normally are, then you'll be like, oh my goodness. But Ryan Johnson was actually frustrated because um, he didn't want to add out a Knives a knives um, out mystery onto the end. He he just wanted to it to be called um, glass onion, but because of like distribution and marketing purposes, they basically forced him to put a knives out mystery at so the end, so people knew. However, I also get what what he's saying because like if you look at like a book series, which he was go he's going after like an Agatha Christie book series. You have your different books, but they're never like. So, for example, you have Murder on the Orient Express. Death on the Nile is in the same universe, but mm. it's not called uh, Death on the Nile, uh, an Oriental uh, yeah. Express mystery. So, for me, I, I get why I didn't know it was called mm. a Knives Out mystery. I just thought it was called Glass Onion, and I was fi I was honestly fine with it just being Glass Onion. But yeah, that was that that freaked Ryan Johnson out because <laughs> he was like, "Why? Why?" Why? This is yeah. my movie. So the next Knives Out is coming out. And we know that the only person who will reprise their role is Daniel Craig. You'll have a completely new cast and obviously a completely new location, which I'm very interested. Mm. I think that's part of the whole like anticipation for the film because now yeah. it's who is joining, mm. um, who are they, what's the, their story, and then where will it be yeah. set? And the f mm. if, you, if you look at the, the difference between the two films, mm. uh, they're completely they're different. Completely different. It's different. not like uh, another murder mystery. Yeah, you yeah know, no. It's completely... Whole different set, whole different setup. Even feel mm. a whole different... I loved how in the film they didn't tell the story in chronological order. That was brilliant. It was a brilliant way to... to to tell the story in a way that made the obvious the, the killer not obvious, even though they actually were quite obvious. Mm. But the way the story was told, it, it made it completely you you were completely at the whole the whole time you were guessing. Mm. And then like they I I personally was like, okay, I didn't see that coming. Like no. when when they went back in time, I was like, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense now. The but rug, I really didn't see this coming. The rug was completely yeah. pulled out from under our feet. Mm. 
So I, I thoroughly enjoyed um, Glass Onion. Mm. thought it was a good film. I, I would it. recommend you watch it. Yeah. Watch it a second time. And stay focused. Yeah. Be like. Don't just watch because you're watching. And then while it's playing, like if, if you're going to go get a glass of water or something. Pause it. Pause it. Go back and then watch carefully. Yeah. And if someone talks to you, tell them. Shh. <laughs> yes. Did you watch it by yourself? No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would just hit for have, have a notebook there. there, like right now. I'm joking. It's not. It's not tenant. Don't worry. It's not that. It's not. You well, don't have to like. That's sit. around the fourth time because you're still trying to. Wrap tenant your, is still confusing. You left to wrap your, but it's not. It's actually so good. Like it was so well put together. <laughs> but you watched that's it like nine times. Exactly because every time I watched it, I I, I discovered something, something new, and then I was like, wait, but does that even make sense? And, and like looking at it right at the scene right there, you're like, but that doesn't make sense. Then you sit and then you go back, you have a look, you draw it out, you're like, that does make sense. Damn. But that means that um that uh, Christopher Nolan would have had to... No, he did. He had a huge whiteboard. He would have really huge. had to sit there and be like, okay, no, wait, that can't be there because that... No, no. And if that was that, then that would be like, no, 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 you're like... This is why directors work on scripts for like nine years. Now okay. you know why. So, yeah. And this film has, like like we said, you can you can actually solve the mystery. If you're good enough, you can actually solve the mystery. And I mean, as in you have proof. Mm. Not as in I think it's so-and-so. It's You can say, yeah, he was there and... But it doesn't make sense. And yeah, I, I'm not going to... Go watch the movie. Burst the bubble. Yeah, there we go. But it's definitely a movie worth watching. Mm. It was enjoyable. It really was. And by the end, I was just like... It was a good movie. Mm. It, was it was great. Funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are looking forward to Glass... Gla wow. To Knives Out 3. Mm. I don't know what I was about to say. I was about to say Glass and Knives at the same time. Anyway, Got you. this has been the movie show. On your favorite ORS. <laughs> Until next week, peace. Cheers. Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more.